Hi guys, it's Claudia and Nico, and you're listening to our another great mistake. Let's go. Good evening, good morning. Good morning. Wherever you are. We are in England tonight. For a change, you are listening to us recording from England. In the Hexham area. I mean, North Northumberland. Near, nearby, nearby the the uh, Hadrian's Wall. Hadrian's Wall. Can you imagine in the first century. So it was what? What? Hundred twenty six. Hundred thirty three. Hundred or hundred twenty two. No, oh, yes, over hundred. Yeah. Hundred years in this sense, this in this uh, era, Anno Domini, Hadrian decided, I cannot be bothered to fight with Scots all the time with yeah. pigs and other. I know. mean, there was no pigs; it was Caledonians and Gaminis anyway, at the time. So anyway, there were Scottish he, tribes. So he built a big freaking wall. From side to side of this island, from United yeah, Kingdom. Yeah, literally from side to side. But he picked the place where the island is the narrow, most narrow, narrow, the narrow, yeah. narrow neck, line. Neck of the island, and so. he. What is the long? Long was the length of the? Uh, what is the length of the remains of the Hadrian's Wall? Hundred miles? No. Mm, but anyway, Anyways, what, what, how, uh, how big was it? I think it was like it? eight eight meter uh, wide in a widest place. Eight meter and tall, like four, yeah, four six. meters, six meters. That's like you know, that's the biggest, the widest part. Mm -hmm. Obviously, some pieces are smaller, some yeah, pieces are bigger. Yeah, but usually it's like the smallest part is like four meters by. Yeah. And I think that like this, the smallest, smallest Same. one, smallest one is like two and a half meter, two point four meter, or something of this sort. But don't but, you know? Don't tall, quote me on that. Like, yeah, yeah. So basically, <laughs> it's a big freaking wall, and they built it in six years. Yeah, and yeah, every one Romanian mile, so that's one thousand four hundred meters. There was a, a tower with it's people. One kilometer. 1,400, one one, nearly 1.5 one one kilometer So each. like almost on which mile, one mile. Yeah, and then that was the tower, and then every 470 meters there was something else. So basically Bloody everything yeah. was like completely gardens, and there was like soldiers everywhere. But through very, very beginning, it was more like you've been sent to the wall kind of a thing. So it was more punishment for Roman people. To be sent to the wall and you know so, yeah, station so, over so, here. So, like in the, how do you call it? Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kind of a. Yeah. Yeah, I think might be an inspiration to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they build the Antoine Wall, which is like additional a little bit higher. Mm -hmm. um, but this one was very very quickly abandoned because like the tribes were like raiding it all constantly. Anyways, like. Well, that's Roman nice. people at some stage decided that well, there's no point of... Well, I can imagine the, the, side, side, the, the side of the Roman Empire was so huge that, you know, get from Roma, yeah, yeah. Rome up to Roma, up from I Rome. I think, you know, that was the downfall of the Roman Empire at the end, that they hadn't yeah, they been had really be able to control the yeah, lands. Yeah, yeah. And same with was, German, German nations, yeah. you know. Anyway, fantastic. Yeah, so we had beautiful cottage... As we mentioned last episode, uh, I'm going sort of through difficult mental health issues, so I decided to. No, I not really. I decided. My doctor decided to give me time off, and I've been going through some integrated therapy, you know. So I'm, I'm working on it anyway. So uh, 
yeah, it was just like I've decided that I'm gonna take a few days off to to support you in a way and take you away yeah. from the different scenery, change of scenery. Yeah, so we've been not doing much. Just yeah, that chilling. chilling. We've been playing cards. Yeah, we played cards till one o'clock in the morning last night. <laughs> Sober because we, yeah. you know, we don't drink and you know, so uh, absolutely that's amazing. So we got fireplace running, wind is howling. We've got. Uh, Storm Agnes. Agnes storm upon us. That sounds so down, like Wednesday. Well, well, we've got a, the Agnes we, we, storm we, upon us. We don't have a control over the weather, so why shall we care? Like, so yeah. So what's new? What did you listen? There's not really much new as per se, but I think um, we started today a conversation about physicality. And as I was saying to you, I think it was last week, mm. that um, if there is one thing which keeps me motivated to taking care of myself, like, you know, go to the gym and keep active mm. and take care of my body and everything, is this idea of being capable of living longer. Yeah, and Yeah, and like... Being with you, being with kids, and live, like you know, living to the fullest capacity, mm. and like I've got this dream that one day I would like to have a horse, and this dream is like keep on in my head for like ages, honestly, for years. Go goats and a horse, that's what I see in my in my future somewhere. Mm. But the truth is that at the moment, the you know, in the place we are, we cannot afford having a big house with a piece of garden, with piece of land where I could have garden. a horse. Yeah. So. I keep saying to myself that that's like my biggest motivation to keep myself active and fit. Because even though I am not capable of fulfilling my dreams of having a horse and like doing horse riding on an everyday basis, because now. we can't now, yeah. but there's nothing saying that I'm not going to be able to have a horse yeah, in, in 10 years. And the worst thing I could do to myself get yourself. is to get myself so neglected that I'm not yeah, going to be able yeah. to enjoy the dream. And I'm going to have yeah. to verify my dreams, not because my dreams changed, which I'm going to accept. No, no, no capable if, of, yeah. of making it to reality. Funny thing is, I, I have a, you know, because I, I spoke with my therapist today, had a session and you know and I said you know I've got these moments when I you know I'm, I'm feeling like oh my god you know what's the point of all of it you know I do so many stuff you know keep myself trying to keep myself healthy did it and I'm still far away from it you know and she said you know Nico remember that you know every you have to catch these moments and you have to say to yourself exactly but look how far you came from you know and how far and you know you you've got high rates of achieving stuff and you remember that yeah it's maybe you think sometimes it's far away but if you're focusing on what you can do now to to next steps to you know so instead of sometimes, yeah, it's daunting sometimes when you think far away and we would like mm. to have the piece of land and sometimes you feel, fuck, I'm 42 years old, I'm unhealthy in terms of mental health, you know, bodily, well, I've got some issues, but I'm not overweight or anything like that, so it's good, you know. But anyway, like, oh, will my life be long enough to, you know, to, to get there? It might, not, might be not, but exactly as you're saying, making sure you're doing every single step to get there and if you get there, you know, in 10, 15, 5 years or whatever, you know, you've done yourself no harm of 
being healthy and mm. being good and looking after you, you know, like we started those small steps and and turns out that, you know, we achieved a lot in the last five years anyway. Mm-hmm. So, who you know, if even we're not going to reach the goal or maybe we're going to reach the goal, we're going to have enough money and enough, I don't know, we're going to buy a house and our health will deteriorate or something will happen or, or we're just going to change your mind and we're going to say, Do you know what, maybe this is not the dream we want now because, you know, it's damp but and you know, soggy. That's, that's perfectly fine, but, but exactly. in my Enjoy mind, the ride and, and make sure that... It's just like in my mind, I wouldn't like to be the reason why I cannot make my dream come true. I can I accept it, it. the idea that we might never have the possibility of having a, you know, a piece of land. I can accept the idea that one day something's going to happen yeah, to me change, and I'm not yeah, going to be able to do sports anymore. But I'm, I don't want to be in the position when I'm going to look in the mirror and be like, you're the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your actions... I mean, like mine. Oh, your, <laughs> My yeah. actions actually. Or inactions. Or uh, that's in, however you want to, yeah. Inactions. Lack of actions going to stop you from achieving whatever yeah. you would like to achieve. Exactly. So in terms of like as well, like obviously. So it's, it would be exactly the same if someone would say like, you know, I want to have a car. I want to buy, I really want to have that car. But what you do from Monday to Friday is spending money on a stupid shit. Yeah. And at the end of the month, not being able to put hundred pounds on the side to save for the car. So I don't want to do that but in terms of my health and in terms in terms of my uh, you know longevity ability to perform tasks in general so like I always whenever people are whenever my friends or anybody around me tells me like oh I don't know I don't know how to save money and then you look at what they do from first to last of the month like well no wonder you cannot save money so I'd, I just don't want to do that to myself in terms of my health and uh, activity and, you know, flexibility, yeah, stamina. Just keep, absolutely, because, you know, you can try, obviously things happen in life. Of course, know, like, but, look at me. But as well, like, you, your turning point as well was you broke your leg in a silly fashion, <laughs> I would say. It was I mean? a very, very effective way. I know, I know, I know. Effective I've seen it in slow-mo almost <laughs> like, you know. I know you lived through it and, and you went through the trauma. But yeah, anyway, then, and, and, you know, that's realized that, you yeah, know, maybe something's enough for you. Or maybe as well, like, we let our bodies let go a bit too far, do you know what I mean? A bit of less flexibility. And we both started to actually, you know, care more and... Yes, and I that's not going to do any harm. We're not professional athletes. No, we're not never starting, be. Never will be. Exactly. We're not starting, <laughs> you know, uh, athletics lifestyle in age of you're 35, what, me 40. 37. 37. I wish, 42, <laughs> you know. And, but we're just making it with, you know, with our heads screwed and, on. You know, there's never going to be a big episode or a, I don't know like a big series of episodes from our sides about exercising achieving in sports or anything <laughs> because neither of us yeah, got any sort of aspiration like I can give you a full talk about breath work in yoga because no, I absolutely I, love about love that but you know but I just realized that I read something as well I mean uh, you know like you go to gym not for like average person, if you don't want to be after the build up muscles or you know any goal, obviously if you want to just look good, that's fine, amazing. But you, I go to gym to improve my physical health, but mainly to improve my mental health. Because okay. you know, if I don't do that, 
um, you know. And for me, there was a, quite some period of time when yoga was doing it, mm-hmm. uh, where I was like, I was really able to release the emotions in a very physical way. And there were some yoga sessions I had where at the end, like, the build-up was so high that I literally, I was, like, whipping in my yeah. <laughs> shavasana. I was lying yeah, on the yeah. floor in the shavasana, you know, in the calming down, and I was calming my breath, and it was, like, uncontrolled sob, like... Mm. <laughs> like, gently, like, tears streaming down completely without any control, and you it's just, like, because noise. I were... Hmm? You made a pig noise. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's how I cried. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's just like we are holding so much emotions in our body that there was a period of time where the easiest way for me to release those emotions was actually for the physical movement and the breath work. It was working magic. And, you know, I still still believe that for many people, yoga's got uh, the reputation yeah. of a boring... Well, I tried, obviously, you know that. And it's not for me. I'm not saying it's boring. I'm just, that's not for me. I prefer, yeah... Absolutely, but for me it's like, you know, looking after, you know, blood is circling and stuff like that, it helps my mental health and as well. Like Matt Haig said, you know, in... Body keeps the score. No, 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 that's not this one. That's not this one. How to stay alive, I think, mm-hmm. or, or Midnight Library as well. He said, you know, that when he's got severe anxiety and stuff like that and depression he had, you know, so for him running was uh, something like, well, my body thinks that, you know, this is the same, like my body is like high, high blood pressure, mm-hmm. you know, uh, hyperventilating. So this is ex- when I start to run, my body was in the beginning like, what the fuck is happening? I'm anxious or not, you know? Mm-hmm. But so basically he, he became a runner. So his body was like adjusting and saying, okay, so he's just running. There's no, no, no scare in that. Yeah. So, so like, yeah, so basically, and he experienced less and less, experienced less and less uh, uh, anxiety attacks because his yeah. body was trained to go in there without the, you know, the attacks, the, the panic attacks. So, so for me it's similar, but you know, I discovered recently in my, on my integrative therapy that, <laughs> which I was expecting anyway, but always says I don't have issues with that, that I've got, you know, I'm an addictive person mm. like in terms of the way I choose stuff, you know, like, you know, we spoke about that, but obviously people don't know, but, you know, when I was 17, well, first, I had shit, shitty childhood. So when I was 16, 17, I was... Uh, experienced with substances and I went into rehab and and uh, and I was in locked locked in for you know a few months to and I always said oh you know that was just episode and things change and yeah, it did change you know but the craving of my body you know on uh, due to trauma and stuff like that you know uh, keeps keeps me so with with something always longing for something you know for this numbness which mm-hmm. I which I before I was alcohol I don't drink now Recently, I had you know quite large episode with with smoking when my dopamine was going on evening high, you know. So, with talking to my therapist, you know, we discovered that you know she was asking me like, so do you think the when I you had the smoke, you know, mm-hmm. do you think during the day like, oh my god, I cannot wait to the evening. Yeah, and I said mm-hmm. no, that's not the thing. So my brain is, uh, if you will compare that to like how I'm functioning alcoholics. Mm-hmm. So when I 
got adrenaline during the day and I'm rushing and I'm doing stuff at work with family, with you, do, do, mm -hmm. do busy, you know. When I got to this moment when I don't really have to do anything, that's when craving kicks in, like, okay, I'm done. Um, I've like, fulfilled my day. Yeah, I've you done feel my like you deserve a smoke. Something or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it used to be alcohol. And recently that was a uh, wheat and, and, and you know, you name it. That's because my body longs this feeling of, of you know, because I discovered when I smoked, I was relaxed. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I didn't feel intrusive thoughts. I didn't feel like I'm anxious. I didn't feel so, because obviously, you tense. Know, tense. My body is tense because of, of the way I am. I'm autistic. Uh, I went through trauma. And just realized that, yes, maybe I'm not uh, alcoholic or, you know, heavy drug addict, but, but I'm so, so close to it. Like I need some things, you know, and for some mm -hmm. other people have probably workaholism and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So now I will have a, a challenge, a goal or whatever you want to name it, to, to find the tools to, to work and, and, you know, to be able to live. And probably that's why I said to my therapist, I would love to be sober. And for a long time, like, you know, my goal would be to be sober and not taking anything, not being on anything, mm -hmm. not longing. But at the same time, you know, I don't know yet what I need to do to be able to get to the place when I don't feel tense and I don't feel... When you don't feel need of need, having yeah, something. of mm. feeling need to numb myself. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And because when you think about... People who went, like, if you would, we spoke about that today, so if I would turn back time to time when I was 17, and obviously now I understand how the brain works, I, but I didn't back then, I was step away of taking into heroin and all the stuff, mm. do you know what I mean? So if I would be one, you know, like some of many people I work with, now I just, like, I had this eureka moment that I just realized, like, we're not different, I just had the luck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And somehow... It's the difference between you and many people you are working with is one decision. Yes, because if I would take, mm -hmm. you know, a crack or whatever, you know, I would... And, you know, I've done so many things. I even moved away from my country mm -hmm. to leave all those urges and those problems. But then it turned into working in the kitchen, taking loads of... Alcohol and absolutely, cocaine. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but you know, obviously uh, now I'm looking back and uh, I can clearly say that that was more luck than, you know, brains in, in, mm. in decisions. But eventually, you know, I, I'm 42 and I realized that I need to be honest with myself. Because I remember, I remember I was always telling you, I don't have yeah. like addictive personality. Yeah. It was, no, yeah, it was no issues for me to quit smoking never mm -hmm. I could smoke for weeks because you know, it, was, it wasn't the thing which was exactly. giving you the that was numbness it's just a you know nicotine it doesn't yes, it might exactly. calm you down for well, a second yeah, yeah, when exactly. you're nervous that was but, something, but that wasn't, it, that like wasn't giving you the effect as every, anything mm -hmm. else so you know you like, later it. was alcohol but obviously with alcohol I had the problem that you know you gotta drive for example exactly. or go to work so. exactly well yeah. I you know I never smoke at work anyway but you know the, to be clear uh, you know that's evenings but at the same time like well that's the light bulb went on as well like I spoke with my when I spoke with my therapist that because she was asking me exactly and this is this, this moment when I felt you know that I don't need to do anything anymore I've done my works days chores you mm. know and 
And that's like, yeah, absolutely. And you know, how do I... You know, how do you feel this void? Yeah, how, how what, do what I do feel? You, what mm -hmm, do you exactly. use to fill the hole? And you know, I'm, I'm creative, mm -hmm. you know, I do music, I write and stuff like that. Well, we had this chat today that very often when you create music and you write, you write through emotions, you do music through emotions. Yeah. And, you know, even though you're choosing music and um, writing as your outlet to the emotions, you are still keep on touching, you're still playing the same strings. Yeah, of because, you know, on top and, of that, I'm know, autistic, so... That's what my therapist said, Nico, try to, you know, you're able to, you've got unique, uh, you know, unique, uh, you know, uh, thing to do. You can always, I, I'm always, you know, my, my thing is like, I can go back to every moment in life and feel exactly what I felt back then. Happy or sad, but usually it's sad. It's sad. You know? Yeah, we, had, we, we spoke about yeah, it and, and she said, say that and she said exactly, but you have to disconnect yourself with that in terms of, Yes, I'm able to feel that, but this feeling... is not affecting the way I feel now. Exactly, it's not now. Mm -hmm. You get able to put it in the box. Dissociate. And say, dissociate. So it's some, it's, it's, like, the, yeah, I it's get something it. we spoke in a previous episode. Mm -hmm. Is this making yourself to say it lo out loud, that you are not the feeling, you are experiencing a feeling from a long time ago. Yeah, yeah and, and the light bulb moment, which I was about to say, was that... You know, it didn't matter for me on evening when I had a joint, if that was a joint of five. I told you many times, mm -hmm. like, I had a few puffs, and I was, like, chilled in the zone. Mm -hmm. And it didn't matter if I just smoked, you know, that didn't affect me at all. I was From this point when I went high, so obviously when, uh, when uh, how would you say, kicked in the... THC. No, yeah, but the uh, dopamine. dopamine, exactly, that's what I was looking for. Dopamine kicked in. I was like, locked away. I was like, yeah, I'm sorted. You know, so that, 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 that wasn't like I needed to smoke more. I didn't, because alcohol is different because mm -hmm. obviously, you, you know. But for me, it was like, even that was, from this point, I was wearing off. You know, there mm -hmm. was the smoke and, and I could smoke more and that didn't work for me. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, so I need to get honest with myself and say I'm a, I'm a fucking addict. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, obviously, when I spoke, I, I don't have a lot of friends which are addicted to something or were addicted, but those which I do know, they do find something else which is filling in the void and they just try to switch it to something yeah. which is more beneficial and healthier for mm -hmm. them. So one of my very close friends turned it into yoga business. Now she's one of the most reclaimed yoga teachers in Edinburgh. So, and previously she was an addict and she's very open about it. She, no, she wasn't, mm. she still is an addict. Yeah, she's uh, she's always gonna be an addict. And she is an addictive personality and she said it multiple times that give her something and she's gonna get hooked on it. It's just, this is the way yeah, she is. This is well, Once I, it was an alcohol, then it was some drugs, then it was painkillers. Yeah, from and, my experience, you know, all, all people who, who are on, you know, in been taking heroin after they moved to, let's say, methadone, which is, you know, government given, you know, mm -hmm. and they go and, you know, when they're having coffee, they have six, seven sugars mm -hmm. in it. That's another, just their brain needs to be like, I need something to be addicted to. And, you know, people think and, and look at, at people with addiction as a, uh, you destroy your that life. That is their choice. Do you well, know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, but I'm thinking exactly like, 
we always threw fucking shit. Do you know what I mean? Sorry, I, guys, that I'm, might be a sofa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and I'm, you know, I could consider myself lucky because, uh, you know, I was exactly one decision away. So something always scared me in injecting or, or, or you know. But you know, I spoke with many people. Is you know, sometimes with who I work with, you know for the last, what, 10 years almost, and I was asking some of those people, like, well, so what happened? What did you, like, obviously, if I would be sitting... What, le- what did you... Yeah, what if I was sitting here, if we had party, and someone was passing, you know, a crack pipe, I would say, well, no fucking way, you know? Yeah. But people say, well, you know, I was I was uh, intoxicated, and or sometimes, like, you know, a pipe going around, you assume because you're like out of your face that is weed or whatever, you take it and that's it, you're gone, mm. you know. You, so, so yeah, I, I was I was lucky enough to be scared of, you know, maybe I'm a pussy in some ways, <laughs> to be scared of, but I need to get the grip with that, that I've got, you know, I'm, I'm a fucking an addict. And I got, because of trauma, you know, like all this training, I went through trauma and stuff like that. This There's a difference between knowing it and knowing how the brain works and and uh, knowing what to do and knowing what to do and, and that's why this this is the reason like you know as much as you might be the best practitioner um you know you might be the best therapist you might be the best psychologist but each person who is a practitioner needs a someone they're going to work with Every single therapist yeah, yeah, you have their own therapist. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, and you know, I want to be clear on the record, or record, you know, that obviously I'm not going to be stating how long I was smoking for and how long ago it was, yeah. because that's, you know, that's. But I never, that never influenced. I never, obviously, that was evenings when I had. No children around, and that when when I was, you know, not like I can a, confirm <laughs> any duty exactly, and and you know, and and just it never caused you to jeopardize your work duties, your yeah, parenting, parenting duties, absolutely. But anything. you know, like yeah. I know someone might listen to that and say, oh my god, you know, but you know, I've got, I'm like I was yeah, high functioning addict. I'm still a functioning yeah, addict. You know, considering your past, you're always going to be. And I think this yeah, is the moment yeah. where and I think you, know, you I have to look into those 12 steps stuff. And because apparently, you know, that's that's good, good stuff. You know, you can learn a lot from it. And I don't know. I'm just I'm just it's yeah, it's a quite interesting because every single person, uh, as I was saying, I, knowing like that they are they are an addict. Uh, they say that, for example, they don't even touch non-alcoholic beer or non-alcoholic mm. wine, simply because previously that was the the alcoholic version of it was the source of addiction, and it's the source of the everything they went through, and they just don't touch non-alcoholic zero beer or zero wine mm. because the brain, even though there is no alcohol in it, in it the actual habit. What did I tell you yesterday? There. I had a that you had bottle, a hangover at the morning. Bottle of non-alcoholic wine, and that wasn't even half percent of the. It was, it was zero point zero. And I told you in the morning, I felt like I woke up with a hangover, like very little, but I did. You know, I don't know what is it in in in, in the process of making non-alcoholic wine, red wine. But I felt, you know, this heaviness when you wake up after mm-hmm. red wine, exactly. It's like, ooh, you know, you wake up and you, you feel your head is heavy. So, so the question is, I know the answer, but I need to ask you, you know, that you're going to be supporting me with my... Wait, 
we already had a conversation no, about no, it, I and just, I know that for me it's not still very fresh and it's very new. Because I was always Obviously keep saying. I remember, like for whole my yeah. life, I'm saying, "Oh, you know, I don't have problem with anything." Yeah. Did remember that? I told yeah. you that many times. That oh, I've got. I'm lucky. You no, know, you like f just literally few day, few weeks ago, mm -hmm. you've been laughing at me that I am the addict because I'm addicted from caffeine and sugar, yeah. and you were saying like, you know, you're sugar. perfect. Yeah, yeah, this is what you say. You know, my ice cream. Yeah, and yeah, yeah but yeah, I thought about sugar. So you don't take sugar. <laughs> but yeah, as a, as a yeah. So so you know, literally, it, we had this conversation a few weeks ago. So it's not something yeah. which uh, which happened years ago it's a very very fresh yeah, thing but I'm, 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 I'm 42 and for the last 20 at least years I was keep repeating this to myself to make it you know to believe in it oh mm. I don't have issues with anything you know I like to drink from time to time but yeah it's just like give me give me a time or give me enough of something, and I will, I will, I will find a way to get hooked on, t on this you know but yeah it's just continuing on this people which I am aware they've got addiction as their history and as their reality. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're gonna have to f swap something for something. Mm. And just simply because you are an addictive person, you've got addictive personality, uh, you just have to find something which you can find joy and, yeah, but and not benefit like, in it. But I would like to go like, you know, I, I would like to live the life without having a need of doing something as yeah, a compulsion. And like, yeah, like heavy mm -hmm. stuff. Like I don't want to become a you know gym addict or work addict. You know, obviously work addict that's not going to happen because that would break my mental health. But because I work with Maybe people and and I need to care of of myself and them. Maybe you should buy yourself a bonsai tree, and like cut it every day. You know, the funny thing is, since I was a little boy, I dream dreamt of having bonsai tree. You see, and I even went to the forest because obviously we don't have that kind of trees yeah. but dug out i dug out small pine mm -hmm. and i made like the you might uh, you know around it with the uh, we wire yeah. so i can model it seriously i was like and there's another 10. thing you know this like a, a sandboard where you've got the tiny how's it called rake and you do shapes oh, yeah, yeah, from yeah, sand yeah, yeah. yeah i think i'm more like into my, my, you know, creative thing is like music or writing. Well, you know, we already established that majority of your writing and, you know, both all of the creativity is really uh, running your emotions. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. So I don't know if it's, you know, if that's the healthiest path going forward. No, no but I would like to... activity, we I just keep on touching the strings of trauma and pain from the past. No, but when I write about it, I'm getting rid of it. It's on the paper, you get it? Like when I wrote my first book about our journey through... You know, because literally, I don't freaking remember what I wrote there. If people are asking me now, after what, six, eight years now, mm -hmm. About I don't remember what I wrote. I don't like I listen listen recently I was trying to write something in my new book and I was like, Yeah, but is is that written on the beginning of my book? Because I know the beginning of my mm. first book is like I'm in, in the detox. Mm -hmm. But I don't remember what I wrote there. Like I don't I, I'm able to bring back pain and memory and from my you know, memories from from forty years ago almost like 38, whatever, but I don't remember. And that's probably the process. I'm, I'm putting that on paper and I don't have to deal with that and it's gone. So I need 
I feel like my writing as well, and I'm writing, rewriting stuff constantly because you know my mm-hmm. my my this book. I'm writing this book for the a year now, mm-hmm. and I don't have a need to finish it. Like I used to feel like, oh, I need. I don't because I rewrite. I've got the idea. I recently I got this, uh, you know, aha moment again, you know, and 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 on my integrated therapy on my, you know. Uh, my five hour, you know, getting into myself, I had another aha moment, you know, so, I don't know, and obviously, uh, yeah. I mean, it's ex- still a very, very extremely fresh thing. Absolutely. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of thinking and figuring it out and, you know, meeting with yourself and meeting with your therapist and wondering and trying, you know, it's all trial and error with yeah, things like that. But, but I, I mean, like, you know, saying it out loud that yes, I am an addict is already a first step. Uh, you know, realization that this is just a part of even you. Even as a teenager, after I stopped taking drugs and I went, I had to fucking wank five times a day. Really? Yeah, I had this episode. But you were as well a teenager, I mean, Yeah, but you know. come on, you know, like, I, I had girlfriends, like, I could, no, I didn't, I never had, a, you know, issues with females, you know, so, so, you know, like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I'm, I'm a fucking addict. You know. But, you know, looking at is, the I number know why. You know. You do know the reasons why. I know. And the thing is, like, during my therapy, like my integrated session, I felt for so long, like, you know, like when you go, uh, you know, obviously they don't know, but we spoke about that. So, you know, guys, when you go to sleep and you've got this literally, you know, half a second before you fall asleep, you've got this ease. You know, this is the moment you go in. So I had that that kind of uh, feeling for five hours. <laughs> and I was able to explore that you know i didn't fall asleep but i was able to to see myself and stuff so during the integrated therapy and and yeah exactly so i would love to figure out how i don't need how i I could become less tense and be more like in this moment without you know taking stuff and and numbing myself feeling in the hole exactly feeling in the you know the void so you know so now when you're saying about the depression being a black dog so i think it's that there are those moments where you have to feed it mm-hmm. and the decision is what you're going to choose and use to feed what the you dog feed the dog so when you say about the depression, yeah, yeah, I know, but what you're, do you mean about you're feeding the dog like there is a hunger, there is this black, there is the hole inside yeah, yeah, of you which yeah, you have yeah, to yeah, fill yeah. in. So that's the feeding of the dog. Yeah, I have to acknowledge so, it first. Yeah, and I have to. There is be, this hunger, it, and the hunger is gonna be over there. Yeah, and that might be like you know like that, that work scares me, you know, because there's so many things at once, and it's too fresh. But what scares me that obviously. Yeah, depression and uh, childhood trauma, which we figure out in my, you know, being an addict. I need to start saying this, so make it easy. Being an addict, but at the same time, I'm autistic. (laughs) So being an autistic addict might be a bit challenging, even for myself and my standards. So I just need to get, uh, you know, my hang around it, my, my head around it, that, you know, and figure out what's to do and you know what is the trauma what is the actually autism and what is 
how to deal with with all both. of it exactly together yeah so uh, so yeah guys I'm an addict I don't know how I feel about it but yeah considering how raw it is it would be very strange if you know how you feel about it <laughs> yeah but it's just just to say guys this topic went completely different direction <laughs> so what did, did we have any plan any yeah we had a plan to talk about flexibility mobility oh my logic. gosh <laughs> no sorry we were talking about having a conversation about japan and Mm. Having a different style of life, which is more natural to the way we've been originally created as a no, as a I race. No, no, we, we, no, I don't think it's a. Then we spoke about we're supposed to speak about. Yeah, but is it, is it, are we create? Are, are we just you know like? Yeah, I, well, I'm really sorry, darling, but there was no sofas and chairs, exactly. office chairs in. So there's not like yeah exactly we. We, we are not we living, changed. We changed drastically, and we, we made, our, it, made it worse to ourselves. Oh, definitely. So, just to consider your own body and the way we are living, and the way our life changed from the times where we were nomads, and we were living yeah, sitting on the ground, yeah, or on the couch. And now, our intestines. Who the fuck figured out the chairs? Can I? Oh, if I'm gonna create, no, I think I mean. If I'm gonna create time machine, I'm gonna be crap out of the guy who figured out the chairs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so basically our bodies in the matter of the way they are created inside didn't change at all. We still have exactly, you know, we've got bowel movement, we've got everything as we had before, but our body is functioning in a different way on an everyday basis. So when you think about... So if I'm sitting, sorry, like mm -hmm. all day in the car or all day in the desk, all my Guts are squished. Yeah, obviously. This is where that's not good. There is where a completely different side of that is that lymph. Yeah, lymph is the thing which is like flowing through our body yeah, yeah, yeah. and carrying stuff which our blood cannot filtrate and our kidneys cannot filtrate. So it's this is is traveling inside the bodies. Our joints are filled in with the lymphatic fluids. Liquid. Mm -hmm. Fluid, this, yeah. is, this is, yeah, so it's fluids, lymphatic mm -hmm. fluids. The, our body was designed the way that when we move, mm -hmm. we transport yeah, yeah. and Splashing discharge yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. whatever is shite in our bodies, whatever shit we put inside. If we are living a life which is, how is it called, sedentary, so like stationary, stationary, stationary yeah. Uh, we are not allowing our body to, to move this fluids and to flush. So basically, we've got constantly inflamed joints. That's me. That, for example, <laughs> uh, we've got much more other inflammation within our body. That's we are me. we don't have a body which is filtrated. There is a much more mucus collected oh, in our body. That's me. And one of the solutions is simply, for example, having a standing desk with a under desk treadmill when you do your job and you move is going for a walking meetings and things like that and we completely forgot but there is a different side of it is how do we consume our food how do we perform certain tasks how do we even sit on the toilets like I've never thought about it but for example you brought home the wee stool 
Yeah, for kids. Technically for kids. Yeah, there's a step stool, yeah. But what it does in a very anatomical and like mm -hmm. physical way I read that is and I rising decided, your, yeah, legs. your legs. So, you've got, so mm -hmm. basically it's easier to have a bowel movement. Yes, it's natural. It just fills yeah. out, out, you know. So Sometimes I have to check if my intestines comes out as well because it's so easy. <laughs> like you literally, I sit... I put Didn't my legs. Expect that. I put my legs on, on you know, on legs, <laughs> a bit of a toilet humor. I put my legs on it and like, you know, and you're checking if there is no. And I, yeah, it's like, oh, I've got this dental mirror, you know. <laughs> is that just a shit or is that my, you know, longest intestines or shortest intestines? No, I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yes, absolutely, uh, and I, you know, like even now here we are in the in the Airbnb in beautiful mm -hmm. cottage. And we don't have this tool and I'm finding hard to, yeah. uh, even with the pee, mm -hmm. I'm finding hard to empty myself to the like fullest, fullest. Mm -hmm. I have to wait sometimes and like, mm -hmm, yeah, shake it off and whatever and do squats. But yeah, so, so you know, the idea of the today's episode uh, so good was to be a completely different. It was so completely no filters, different. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but I don't know if right now addiction, connecting the topic of addiction, addiction and, and uh, our body is the best, the best so way. Like, you know, since we started <laughs> to, to join, because I don't know what title I'm going to give it. Uh, but it's How to be an addict and shit correctly. I, I don't know what's <laughs> going to be the title of that. So like since we started to wear uh, Vivo Barefoots. Oh, just Everything. let's tell guys about our Saturday discovery. Actually, it was a Sunday morning discovery when we went for a walk. Yeah, so basically, we obviously we're wearing uh, Vivo barefoots, you know, so it's zero, zero drop, and 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 you know, you you walk basically barefoot, and you you anyway, you can you know, you've got white toe box, and and you're using every single muscles of your legs and your feet like you would walk barefoot. So we went for a walk, a climb a bit, you know, in the forest. Hilly uh, walk. Hilly walk. And obviously, you know, when you walk on the pavements, everything is nice and clear and stuff. It's not, not so challenging for your feet. But next day we had uh, sore muscles, basically, and my feet. Yeah. I had the first time in my life my I calves. had such a doms in my calves. Yeah. I literally felt that my calves had a proper proper workout yeah, and, and I had I had cramps in the parts of my leg that I didn't think I'm ever gonna have and spoke exactly. about it maybe I even have my between my toes like you know those muscles and those lines when you've got like to connect your your toes to mm -hmm. rest of your foot mm -hmm. is I felt it you know it's like ooh. But yeah, we've been walking on the barefoots for like six months now. Yeah, I spoke with my physiotherapist about it, literally. Uh, yeah, because you had broken leg and since you started to go back on walking... Yeah, I straight away put the you, barefoot shoes on. You saw how I felt about barefoots and you bought yourself a pair of Vivos. Mm. I've been wearing them since the first moment I put the shoes on. After and would I you look back? Life. No, definitely. Yeah. You know, like you know, I, I've got a very good relationship with walking barefoot. Anyways, I was the one yeah, who's yeah, walking you walk barefoot home. around mm -hmm. home. You know, yoga and everything else. Like I, I love walking barefoot. So don't get me wrong. Putting yeah, but when I shoes, was telling you when you still had your bre leg broken, like oh my god, look at my toes. I feel the the the. You've been like. Mm. 
not the thing. I mean, at the at the moment where you know we're coming back to your addictive uh, yeah. to addiction, yeah, like yeah. you've got a tendency to going full on on everything. Yeah. So when you do the minimalism, you are going full on on minimalism, and you're chucking away half of your stuff in the house. Hmm. So when you went for a barefoot, you straight away went for like I want this, and then there was a list of other shoes you would like to have. So, I mean, well, I at the checking, beginning, there's you know. always, whenever yeah. we are making any decision which comes from your side, I'm always giving it a week, two or three to actually yeah. think about it, observe it, where is it coming from? Is it coming from your but idea? But to be honest, of, darling, I didn't make many mistakes. Obviously, like what you mentioned minimalism, and obviously I, I'm not full on, like, you know, not having uh, stuff. But we have much less stuff, and we use. No, obviously that's what I'm saying. Like you, you know, know, I we, always observe our discoveries into current lives and mm -hmm. lives of our children. So you know, and you know, I said to to my therapist that I bought uh, vivos for my son. She was smiling. She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially he's got issues uh, with the grow growing in toenail you know mm -hmm. so a white toe yeah. box will be a but yes yeah, so i was so i was when i was speaking with my physiotherapist last tuesday and i said to, she asked me like oh you know how did you progress with strength and i said like you know personally i don't think i progressed much i don't see much difference on uh you know on my leg press or on the calf presses and everything and then we started to do the various exercises and she was actually no you know you went from eight single leg calf rises mm -hmm. to 22 yeah. the only difference is that you don't see the change in how much you are pressing on the leg but then we started to speak about my daily activity how my life is changing and i was like you know what i actually went for a first body jump class so dance class mm -hmm. i go on a regular basis for yoga i went for a heel walk i walk much more during the day i do three times a day three times a week a gym yeah. and she just looked at me it's like and you're still wondering why you didn't have since five months a day that you don't have a pain in your leg you are not wondering why you are not progressing with strength if your leg is constantly working you need to start thinking about that leg as a something which is overworked at the moment and you're not going to see the physical results mm -hmm. if you're not going to give that leg a rest <laughs> she was like it, it's just like we're not doing any more squats like this is it if you want to do squats you can do once a week mm. you're not going to be doing it over and over again because yeah but i noticed like your size of your calves decreased dramatically yeah you know your legs are healthier you know? no it's you know everything everything basically goes in the right direction but as well implementing barefoot shoes made the entire leg work completely different and yeah when you're you using yeah you know full uh, spectrum of muscles instead of you know like when i look on like obviously i know this is fashion but sometimes i'm uh, in, the, in the swimming pool i look at those guys walking around with this majestic nikes and stuff whatever which is like big uh, pillows you know like like what the how do you call it? rubber you mm. know rubber pillows on the and i'm saying like you're not doing yourself any favor Yeah, and definitely. And when you look at the way their toes are shaped, that they are looking oh, yeah, like the, they would be wearing high heels. How many times did you look at people's toes in the sauna? Recently, all the time. Exactly. <laughs> and you see all some old geezer or some old lady with toes. Well, I mean, if you see the old people, uh, okay, we shouldn't be saying old elderly or in the 
later stage of their life. <laughs> anyway, slightly older than me, I'm 43. Uh, then, yeah, I can still understand because the way of thinking was different. You know, there's so many factors. But then you've got young people in the age of 20, 25, 30 tops, which are sitting with you in a sauna and keep on saying like, oh, you know, I've heard about you. You have to sit 20 minutes in a, in a sauna. And then you look at, for example, their feet. And you're like, what, what, what happened? Yeah, you know? but I'm like, hello, Vivo Barefoot, you know. Can you please try to make those shoes? Cheaper. Cheaper, absolutely. Because <laughs> 130, 170 pounds, which would be $200, you know. I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot, guys, for, for, you know. That should be healthier, accessible for everyone, not for just, you know. I even, like, I had to, you know, I bought my first in the... In their original shop, mm. I had to pay by credit card, and I pay pay back weekly because I was like mm, spending one hundred fifty whatever. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's it's a lot. But so coming back to mobility, and feet and movement, another part is balance, and that is something which I, I never progress <laughs> and I succeed. You never had. But I'm still, I'm better since I, I will, yes, absolutely, since I wear so, barefoot. I'm going to challenge you. Mm -hmm. Let's, I'm going to, let's say I'm going to give you a month. Right. And the challenge is, and I'm going to ask as well every single person who listens to us to do the same. Oh, there's three people, yeah? Okay, <laughs> say that there was apparently six or 11 recently, the other week. Recently we had a search, it was like, I don't know, 11 11. But did they hear, hear the, listen to the episode to the end or they just started? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, so the challenge is to balance on the one leg and during that time be able to put a shoes on, a sock on and a shoes on without touching the ground with the foot. Hmm, yeah. So you're standing on the one foot, you're putting your sock on, to be honest, you're reaching to your shoes, you're since, putting your shoes on. Thanks to Vivos, I'm able to do that. Because I did that on Sunday after swimming in the sea. Because obviously there's nothing to lean on. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting, standing in the Ikea bag, because obviously that's when I stand when I get in change. And I was putting my socks on, so one leg up, putting socks on. But can you do sock and shoe? Well, with, I did with barefoot, absolutely. Yeah? yeah Good, we're going to test that. Yeah. So it wasn't easy, I was like wobbling and maybe once I had to, so that's like, gonna, oh, you know, go back to a the healthy, start. A healthy human being with an average healthy balance and an average healthy f feet should be able to stand on one leg between 20 and 30 seconds just like that. But you know what makes me think and makes me actually sad that to be relatively healthy, you need to create those habits by yourself and from everywhere, people pushing your stuff, which is absolutely fucking unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, there is no, like, I don't get it. Why people are not going to say Nike? So, hey, yeah, you know, we're going to be first one to make it. Bevo, like barefoot shoes, mainstream, and it's gonna be healthy, and we're gonna, you know, like still make more lots of money. But I don't get it. No, I, no, you're going into like very, very again systematic things. Yeah, yeah, I I'm, just want to. I firstly want to talk I'm, about I'm, the solutions. I'm, I'm, I'm like the so idealist. the next stage, 
which we're going to talk about after you being able to put the second shoes on, mm -hmm. is to being able to do it with your eyes closed. And the reason why, obviously the balance goes through the window when you close your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. You close your eyes, you don't have a point of... Uh, I have to try now, but I've got a microphone. <laughs> nice. You don't have a point of reference. So you cannot focus your eyes anywhere and your balance goes through the window. Any movement with your eyes closed when you're balancing on the one leg, okay. it's, it's really bad. I'm going to try it. I'm going to stand up now. <laughs> I have to stand up with no, you no, to no, get no, the no. mic. No, it's okay, it's okay. It should be enough. Yeah. So, hold on. I'm just going to take the cable. Yeah, 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 fine. So, hold on. Right. Uh, because you can't Don't stand on the carpet. That's what I mean. yeah. I have to move a bit slightly. I'm no, it's hard to... Open your eyes and focus your eyes oh. in a spot. Oh, then wow. you can do it easy. Yeah, I took my socks off. That's no issue at all. Yeah, close your eyes. Oh, I've got a sofa here, otherwise <laughs> I would fall. No, no, no absolutely. So, so the, reason, the yeah. reason why uh, it's very important to practice it mm -hmm. is because with time we are getting blind. Our eyes are going bad. Mm -hmm. We are having troubles to see in the darkness. We are having troubles to see in the dusk. I've got like and the, the biggest cause of injuries and people being put in the elderly homes is the risk of falls when they are not able to perform, when they are trying to perform daily tasks. Yeah, absolutely. I've got like, obviously I'm 42, but probably... We are not getting any younger. And I think yeah. the way we should be directing our activity, our exercise, how do we plan what we're going to do with our bodies you know, like, towards Tai Chi aging. is absolutely amazing uh, for that. And I laughed when the guy in the sauna said, oh, you know, he's, you see this guy in front of, uh, of jacuzzi, he's washing windows, you know, this guy who's doing Tai Chi. And I laughed. And I look at the guy, he was probably... Uh, you know, 50 kilograms of weight, at yeah, least. Yeah, I know. Like, he was like, you know, double the me. Anyway, not judging, I don't know his lifestyle and story, but uh, but from my exp experience of attending first class, and, and, and you know, now I'm a big fan of Tai Chi, and I'm attending even the, I'm going away for Tai Chi weekend in February. I see how, how you know, mobility and how how this, you know, for everyone, this, this, uh, because that's part of the martial art, isn't it? Mm -hmm. This is like martial art. This martial art is a, is a downplayed or misjudged. Because absolutely... It's just simply because the majority of the people who are doing Tai Chi are the elderly people. They are yeah, people above a certain age. But that's beautiful but because you, you don't... You know, yeah, if you want to do sports... If you want to stay active, then that's the way to stay exactly. active. Exactly, it doesn't it's cost low you. impact. Absolutely, and if you get injuries, that doesn't matter. Yeah. You can do what you can do. You know, I'm I'm 42, but sorry, I'm think I'm the youngest in my Tai Chi class, and I don't have problem with that. But the beautiful thing is, if I'm going to do Tai Chi, you know, as long as I live, I'm going to be slightly more balanced and slightly yeah. more agile than so than, than myself without it. You know, I've heard these words. Literally today, listening to a podcast, I'm going to link it uh, in the episode. Uh, it's an interview of Tim Ferriss with his very good friend, uh, Kelly something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to link it. This and guy from the, like, oh, whatever. No, He's, uh, he really literally deals with mobility, physical activity okay. and stuff like that. 
but he's not an illustration guy, just the mobility guy. So he said it very out loud, like he's not getting into nutrition because there is way too much uh, feelings, emotions, and people are literally treating nutrition as religion. Yeah, it is. So like, you know. getting into nutrition and choices, cho choices of diet and stuff like that, it's like it's terrible. If I shouldn't be like that, we should. Obviously, it shouldn't. So that's should. why he said the only the only rule he's got, if we talk about the diet, is the rule of 800. You're putting 800 grams of veg and fruit on your plate during the day yeah, at least okay but i'm saying but about, anyway, about like do whatever you feel your body is good for your body well i mean you should do what's good for your body not what you think is good for no, your no, body. yeah <laughs> but i'm saying like if you feel like because sometimes you can well people say oh you should have a glass of milk every day but you know if you're lactose intolerant that's yeah you know it's exactly not like, your mama not your titi uh, not your not your mama not your titi not your milk yeah. that's the yeah, same for me obviously <laughs> i'm always since a child i hated i didn't like cow's milk because it's just wrong exactly for this reason uh, but uh, he said something about sports things like pilates tai chi and yoga is that our mobility in a way of um, our joints how they move the flexibility mm. of our body is not something which is aging on its own if we would keep our exercise at mm. the same level Mm -hmm. through the entire lifespan so we would always have in, in our so let's plan, say you're doing tai chi twice tai a week or three or times a week yoga Pilates, mm -hmm. yoga whatever your mobility should not decline it's oh. not a natural thing for your mobility to decline muscle strength yeah sure yeah, obviously you use them you know you, you, you yeah but yeah. mobility as it is the way our joints work the only thing is which can happen on the way is injuries or arthritis yeah, arthritis. Yeah, arthritis yeah. So that's the things which can happen, but those are conditions in yeah, this yeah, case. Yeah. So they something else happens to you which is affecting your mobility. As we if we speak about joints and the way our body moves, it should not decline naturally. Oh my god. If I we love actually when you're so smart. Talk to me science. <laughs> that gives me a boner, you know. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's I'm one not, of the I'm things which it's Sorry. one of those things which, uh, I don't know, a lot of people, like you were laughing at me, how flexible I am, always. Like you always take a piss yeah, out of me when, the, I, when I bend. But today don't I, bend. That's but the today problem. I don't bend knees, yeah, exactly. because I can, I can drop my hands on the floor without bending knees, so uh, what's the purpose uh, of bending the knees? <laughs> but I ask you today, would you be able to pick up a stick from the floor without bending your knees? I mean, come on, if you would ask me uh, all those questions uh, six months ago before I started wearing barefoots and going I don't know, but today I was watching you, you nearly touched the floors. Previously you were yeah. trying yeah, to, I mean, to touch your ankles. You know, six months only. So give me, you know, another 40 years, I'm going to be like... Another point four. which we got to work on is your shoulders. Yeah, I've got this issue and my shoulders, I cannot lift my shoulders, otherwise they're making funny noise and they're like getting blocked. Well, I've got so many health issues, but well... And bit by bit, it's discovering like pieces this after... Stuff, my sinus yeah. is bloody hell. Today Ten we years. just realized that Nico has been using for past year. Sleep apnea mask wrongly. Sleep apnea mask together with the essential oils. Yeah, apparently that's... And apparently it's a no-no because the essential oil is getting under pressure into your lungs, causing inflammation and a discharge of mucus. 
Yeah, but I've got discharge of mucus without... Yeah, but, well, you know, inflaming it even more is not definitely not going to yeah, help. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So there's yeah. lots of bits and pieces which, uh, which, which we should look into, and each of us has to look at their own body and their own needs and their own plan. I want to be able, in the age of 55, to... Ride a horse! To ride a horse, and to ride a horse, I first have to get on it, which means that I need to be able to stretch That's my legs. That's practicing on me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we need a higher bed so I can get on it. Uh, but yeah, that, that's my plan and that's what I am aiming for. I, I want to be able to do it, like, honestly. I want to be able to do yoga until I'm 70. Okay, my cowgirl, it's time to go and play um, some cards and... So yeah, guys, I have no clue what sort of title this episode's gonna finish with. Addiction, shit and flexibility. Nico is, a, uh, N Nico is an addict. And <laughs> You're gonna see what's gonna be the title. That's gonna be a heavy thinking about it. But thank you, Nico, for tomorrow? Thursday tomorrow. Yeah, thank you, Nico, for opening up mm. and having an honest conversation Thanks. and stripping yourself off from. Yeah, some I think I've got. I'm become teary now because I'm gonna have to tell my friends I'm addict, and that's not an issue. I need to start saying things loud to make it stick into my brain so they will know that, you know, you can, no, I still, no, it's not about offering me smoke or alcohol because I can say no easily, do you know what I mean? But just being aware that that's for some people there is no Half measures, do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's no something what's called moderation. No. In your case. Yeah, that was another funny podcast. So yeah, that yeah. was the government. I think he said. He said yeah, there's in addicts world. There's no moderation. You know, you go full in, and that's all. I was listening to Rich Roll, and he's like, yeah, he's I'm an addict. Yeah, exactly. But he said uh, he's the addict who needs to go into extremes mm -hmm. to fight it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. As well, like he's running ultras and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know and and I didn't find my ultra or my, you know, my... Your extreme. Extreme. Which, and I, which I, I would love not to have extreme. I would love mm -hmm. to be... In so, moderation. In the moderation, you know. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's something I need to discover. And, and it's I'm a not, process. Another, another years of therapy. It's know. a process. And, you know, like, when I'm studying, obviously, counseling, and, 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 uh, and obviously counseling a bit is different than than therapy I'm doing, mm. you know, and and people say, you know, when I mentioned that I've been on therapy for years, people say, oh, that's just, you know, like, yeah, that shouldn't be happening, you know, that extortion that costs you a fortune and, and well, when you fucked up, you fucked up. And without those four years, uh, years of therapy, you know, I said, said six years, but yeah. they had two years break, so four years, you know, yeah, I wouldn't be where I'm now, and I wouldn't be able to say to myself that I'm addict and been fighting for myself. So, so yeah, don't believe what people say. <laughs> <laughs> don't believe what we say. <laughs> exactly. Don't believe what they're like. We yourself. live in the matrix. I was like, you know, to be fairly honest, guys, like, feel free to verify every single word we we say. Like, I do that. <laughs> so why you shouldn't? Find your, own, find your own ultra, find your own uh, moderations, find your own be goals. Be kind to yourself. Uh, and in all of it, that might be wife. kind to yourself. To tattoo. Yeah. No, Take care of yourself, guys. Love you. Goodbye.
night night or good day good day like people in the good world. day good day mate <laughs> <laughs> bye, bye.